Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. I am back today with my friend, Barb Raveling. We're talking about procrastination. Actually, we've talked about that the last couple of days on Monday and on Wednesday, but today we're gonna shift gears a little bit and we are gonna talk about teaching our kids to be self-starters. And in the world of homeschooling, every mom knows that this is one of the greatest blessings is when we have kids who can do things on their own. They can take initiative. They can they can just live life. They can do their schoolwork. They can do their housework without us constantly having to nag at them to do these things. And this typically, I mean, there are kids who are just born self-starters, but I would say the majority of kids probably are not. And it's not necessarily because they're lazy. It's just because they haven't been taught how to become self-starters. And for some kids, it takes a whole lot more training than it does with others. But uh, that's where mom comes in and that's where dad comes in. We can help our kids learn um, this great advantage in life of learning how to be a self-starter because this will benefit them in every area of their life. So we're going to talk about that today with Barb. But first, I want to thank our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Do you want help managing your homeschool day on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool hub that can dramatically simplify things for you. You'll be able to see your child's workload, document grades, modify schedules, and more. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub is the resource you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can change your homeschooling. All right, Barb, we're talking today about self-starters. So let's kind of dig into this. And first, let's define it. Like, how would you define a self-starter? I would say a self-starter is a person who can make themselves do their work, even if uh, they don't feel like it, and can make themselves do it without being told. Without procrastinating. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah, that's good. They can make themselves do it without procrastinating. And really, can you think of how much you and I would have loved that if we had learned that when we yeah. were children? It would have been so much easier if we had learned it back when, when we were at home and then could apply it to the rest of our lives. Life would have been so yes. much easier. Yeah, yeah, it would be for sure. How did how did this come about in your family? I'm assuming maybe you had some kids who were not self-starters and maybe some who were. I don't know. What did your family look like in this area? I think we had one daughter who is a real self-starter. It may, may be more. I'm not really sure. But um, <laughs> overall, you know, they're kids. <laughs> kids sure. don't always self-start. But um, I was just, I was such a lazy homeschool mom. I didn't really always enjoy homeschooling. I enjoyed it when the kids got older. So when they were old enough, you know, just kind of be friends. I enjoyed it when uh, we were in the summers, when we were always doing things, going to the lake together, going hiking. Uh, So there's so many things I enjoyed about it, but I didn't enjoy making them do all that work. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I taught them how to do the work because I didn't want to have to be following them around all day and and yeah. teaching them and actually doing the schoolwork because you can kind of run your schoolwork school two days. Either you can be like a regular classroom where you're doing the, the teaching. And there's nothing wrong with that. Some of my friends sure. did that and, and you know, they were wonderful homeschool moms. Or you can run it where you're kind of the kids, you're teaching the kids how to be self-directed and you're just kind of there to mm-hmm. answer questions, to help, maybe to teach a few things or lead some co-ops. I led writing co-ops. And so I kind of taught them how to be um, self-starters because I didn't want to nag them and I didn't want to have to think about it all day. I wanted to have my fun day because remember that was back in the days when uh, I had the idol of fun. (laughs) Unfortunately, I wish I didn't, but that that is the way I was back in those days. I think, you know, from the perspective now of looking back and also seeing, um, you know, other kids who maybe didn't learn that skill growing up, 
mm-hmm. whose moms are always hovering, like maybe some, some of them were school kids, some not saying, do your homework, do your homework. Yeah. You know, I've seen them become adults and they didn't all learn that skill. And so it's affected them for, for jobs and all those things. Yeah. So I think it's important because um, if they learn how to be self-starters, it'll make them better spouses, uh, make them mm-hmm. better family people. They'll take care of their home. Uh, it, you know, they can, they can do their quiet times. I, I taught my kids how to do their quiet times just by, it was a, it was one of the subjects on the school list. So remember when I said that they had to do the subject they dreaded the most first and second, yep, most second, yep. well, actually the first one they did was quiet time. So they do the quiet time first, then the most. Not they because they dreaded it most. No, I just say, <laughs> said, you have to have your quiet time first. So they actually right. had charts when they were little kids, they had charts with great big squares. I got them really fun stickers. And then uh-huh. like, if they put math, they put a little sticker on it, quiet time, a little sticker. And so that really motivated them to be self-starters mm-hmm. because each time they finished the next subject, they got to put a little sticker, which is like the little kid equivalent of checking it off the list. Right. Yeah. But yeah. but now as an adult, I think the main reason teaching to be self-starters is because it just helps them in all ways in adulthood. Wouldn't They're, it be nice yeah. if employers gave stickers? <laughs> <laughs> I still like stickers. I still sometimes yeah. use stickers for me. <laughs> so you don't like checklists, but you like stickers. That's right. I like stickers. <laughs> <right>. That's true. <laughs> Note to self, Barb wants a list <laughs> where she can put stickers on it. Oh, that's so funny. You know, I think along with teaching our kids to be self-starters, is teaching them how to take initiative. You know, mm-hmm. they, they both go hand in hand because becoming a self-starter, you can have a list and work off of the list and think, okay, I know what needs to be done and I'm going to do these things. I'm going to learn to not procrastinate and I'm going to do what needs to be done without having to be told to do what's on the list. But on the other side of that is we have to teach our kids how to take initiative to do things. And I'm still working on this mm-hmm. with my girls I mentioned this, it's, I think, quite a while ago that on my girls' list, because, you know, they've got a list of all the things they have to accomplish in, in a school day. Mm-hmm. Of course, during the summer, you know, it's kind of a free-for-all. But um, during the school year, they have their list of things that they're supposed to accomplish. And on that list, one of the things is take initiative. Oh, and that's good. all it says mm-hmm. is take initiative because I really want them to learn how to do that. I want them to learn like, oh, there's a sink full of dirty dishes. I should probably do the dishes. They just need to be done because I think kids, they don't really hold the responsibility like parents do to make sure that all the things that need to get done to keep the house running efficiently get done. If we ask them to do it, they'll do it, you know, usually without complaining, but I want my girls desperately to learn to just be initiative takers and, and do it without having to be asked. And so um, it's on the list. They can check it off <laughs> and try to figure out. And so, yeah. you know, often I'll ask them, what did you do today? How did you take initiative? And uh, yeah. we're still, we're still working on it. Well, I think another thing that helps with that is when we don't do everything for them. Cause if we do yes. everything for them, they don't have to take initiative. And I had one, one friend who was overwhelmed and she had five kids, five or six, I can't remember. And she was doing all the housework because it was, she thought it was just easier to do herself. And so yeah. I had this um, system where each kid would cook one meal a week. And I started that when the youngest was four. 
And the yeah. oldest one was 12 or 13. And the first month was chaos. There was flour all over the kitchen floor. <laughs> the kitchen was a mess. But I had each kid do the same meal for two or three weeks. The four-year-old, she just put chicken breasts in a nine by 13 pan, poured barbecue sauce over them, washed a baked potato, wrapped it up in tinfoil and maybe had a can of beans or something. But she was so proud that she yeah. also had the night when she was cooking. And that we kept that up for eight years or so. So wow. they learned to initiative, learn how to cook. Also, like when they went to the library when they were little kids, I didn't mm -hmm. go up and help them get the library card. If they wanted a library card, they had to go up and ask for the library card for themselves. And they might not have wanted to, but that teaches yeah. them to go out of their comfort zone, yeah. you know, make a phone call if they want to find something, go talk to the person and um, it'll help the ones who don't like to go out of their comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Barb. Um, we, we've been talking about teaching our kids to be self-starters. Let's, it, it, it's, much easier, I know, if we teach them from a very young age, but a lot of us have teenagers who haven't learned how to be self-starters. So talk to that mom really quickly. What if you have a teenager who you've not done any training with them whatsoever on teaching them how to become a self-starter? Because that's, that's a skill that takes years for people to learn. How would you, what advice would you give to that mom? It's hard when your kids are teenagers, because I think once they hit teenager, they're not as likely to take advice from you, period. So like when they're <laughs> young, they think, oh, you're just the greatest, you know, <laughs> they love you. And then the older they get, they're like, mm, I'm not so sure you're right about that. <laughs> so yeah. how are you going to do it? Conse consequences is one. So the, the women mm -hmm. I talked about, one of the earlier uh, podcast episodes who, who took away your son's phone if you didn't get the work done. You could do something yeah. like that. But I also think it's helpful for them to find out from others. So you could actually assign them uh, how to overcome procrastination project, have them, you know, do a Google search, maybe search some apps. So have them work on, on their own. Or you mm -hmm. could have them do my Bible say, Freedom from Procrastination. I actually mm. made that cover. I had a super cute feminine cover the designer yeah. gave, and I chose the other one because I thought, I really want teenage boys, to be able to, the homeschoolers, yeah. to be able to use this. So that would be another thing you could do. What piece of advice would you give to us as moms now looking back? Because you're past your homeschooling years. You're that veteran homeschool mama um, who's now learned from many years of experience, what would you like to leave us with? 
Well, what I wish I had done if I could go back, um, I wish I would have started maturing at a, a younger age. So I didn't really start getting close to God. I mean, I've been a Christian and consider myself a strong Christian since I was 12, but I really didn't start getting close to God and actually maturing in the area of my faults probably till I was, well, till my oldest was 14. And mm. so if, if my kids had had the benefit of that, you know, when they were younger, <laughs> I could yeah. have done so much more to help them. And, you know, I, I wasn't crazy about homeschooling. So if I could have gone back to those younger days and just embraced it, some of my friends loved homeschooling. They loved being a homeschool mom. I didn't. I wish I would have worked on how to love doing it, how to embrace it, because God uses trials for our good mm -hmm. and, and he wants us to grow through trials. So I'm sure some aspect of your homeschool is a trial, whoever's listening to this. And there's so yeah. many things God can teach us from those trials. One of my friends said if she had to um, give advice to homeschool mom, she would say, work on your own faults because you'll mm. see those faults magnified in your kids. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah, I would guess I would like, you know, draw close to God, work on some of those things. Um, we all have those faults. And yeah. embrace homeschooling. Just There's so much that's delightful about it. So focus on the good. Thank you so much for that. Um, we are out of time, but really quickly, I know you've got a new book coming out soon. What is it called and what is it about? It's called Say Goodbye to Emotional Eating. And um, it has some um, hundred renewing exercises to help you in the moment when you want to grab that donut because your homeschool day is going crazy. <laughs> um, it'll help give you the desire to, to, to change and, and follow good eating boundaries. Love it. Okay. We will put links to all those things in the show notes. Thank you so much, Barb, for being with us this week. Thank you for your encouragement and your wisdom. And thank you for just your transparency and mm -hmm. showing us, you know, what the struggle was for you in those early years and how the Lord changed you, because that really does bring hope to us moms who are still still in the thick of it, trying to figure this out and oftentimes working through the weaknesses that we have. So I love seeing how the Lord worked in you and changed you. And now you're being able to help others um, to get over those obstacles like procrastination. So uh, thank you. We, it's been a real, real pleasure to have you this week. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. It's been wonderful to yeah. be with a bunch of homeschoolers again. I love it. Well, thank you guys for listening. I hope you've been encouraged this week as I have. Don't procrastinate. Um, <laughs> try over the next few days to not procrastinate. Um, I, I have really been encouraged. Thank you, Barb. You guys have a great rest of your day. If you've not yet seen Schoolhouse Rocked, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. The movie, it's a documentary all about homeschoolers, made for homeschoolers by homeschoolers. You can get it on our website. You can either stream it through the website or you can purchase the DVD for those of you who still have actual DVD players. <laughs> We do exist. We have one ourselves <laughs> and we do watch movies on it, but we also watch streaming as well. So however you want to watch Schoolhouse Rocked, go to our website, schoolhouserocked.com. You can get it there. Have a great rest of your week. We'll see you back here on Monday with another fantastic guest. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.